0: Shalom, family, Yashael, and all of you that are grafted into the vine. Thank you guys for showing up to this very interesting meditation today. So the title is called "The Works of the Flesh and the Fruit of the Spirit." Um, it was on my heart, you guys, to do a meditation today. Okay. Um, I know we have a lot of lessons and things that we talk about and expound on, but I would put it on my spirit to do some meditations also, you know, we, we do have to meditate on his word and that's how we remember scripture and we reflect on how these things apply to our lives or the lives of someone that we love and care about, okay. So, let's talk about the works of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit, okay This episode is inspired by this um a couple of people I've come across in my life, okay recently, this um very lovely woman that I came across on um, the Lord places people in my path for a reason. Um, many, most times it is to give them the truth, to open their eyes to the truth. Um, a lot of women, okay. I don't do, I don't teach a lot of men or I don't expound or show the truth to a lot of men. Um, the Lord doesn't direct me that way. He tends to steer me towards the women specifically. And that's fine with me because I do understand my place and I'm comfortable with that. But, um, you know, this woman I came across, she seems very genuine in her love for the Most High. I mean, what attracted me was the fact that, you know, she just, it seems her faith is is phenomenally strong in the Lord, okay? And this came to me at a time where I was having a little bit of issues because, you know, I have some loved ones. are struggling and me struggling as well in the spirit because you guys know that when you are a child of the most high when you are truly serving him satan is going to come after you with everything he got okay he's going to do whatever he can to wear you down um eight times out of ten he is quite successful but the other two times you know we'd be hanging on barely (laughs) you know. But the Lord, he he tells us that he's always there. He's with us. He'll never forsake us, okay? And we must trust him on that. But there was something in my spirit about this lady that really disturbed me. I know what the word says, and that's something I personally have to work through. So I'm going to share this with you. We have to stand on the word. Whatever the Lord has taught us or shown us or given us revelation on in his word we must stick to we must be obedient to we must not waver from that okay so this lady comes and you know when I first met her oh her she has such a potty mouth oh my gosh drops so I mean curse so bad right but yet you say you love the Lord. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm not a judge. You know, we, we can get through that. You know, no problem. But then here we go. There's a, like, there's a lot of negativity that flows from this person. You know, she wants to vent. She wants to be in the flesh and then repent right after. But then she knows she's in the flesh. But see, Abba tells us that when we become new creatures, okay, when we become new creatures, We are going to do our best to stay out of the flesh, not go into it and then come out and repent, knowingly go into it and then come out and repent. You can't do that. Okay. Because if you are letting the Holy Spirit lead you in life, then what your goal is, is to to try to remain in the spirit at all times, no matter the circumstances, no matter the situation. Okay. So I'm trying to help her. I'm trying to get her to see things on a positive note, you know, Um, for instance, with the job, you know, instead of being like, oh, they're this and they're that, just be like, you know what? It's okay. My heavenly father got it. I tried to show her and inspire her on a more positive way of thinking, a more faithful way of thinking. And then what she'll say to me is, oh, I know I'm just being fleshly for a minute. And then she'll go into repentance. But if you know you're, you're you're being fleshly, why not just stop being fleshly altogether? The Lord tells us in his word that we cannot serve two masters. As a matter of fact, that's in the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes is Matthew chapter five, chapter six and chapter seven. OK, I recommend that you guys study those chapters I've studied that chapter and I continue to say that chapter because it's beautiful. Those are his direct teachings. But he tells us that we cannot serve him and mammon. We can't serve him and the world. You have to pick one. He tells us just in that small little passage that there's everything leads to two situations. Either it'll lead to the most high or it'll lead to hell. It'll lead to life or it'll lead to death. Okay, so we have to pick one. The Lord says he cannot stand lukewarm, a lukewarm Christian or anyone who's lukewarm. He will vomit out of his mouth. He'd rather that we were either cold or hot. And he talks about that in the churches. If you guys go to Revelation chapter, I believe, two to three Those are the seven churches. One of the churches he spoke of the church being lukewarm. He vomits that out of his mouth. He cannot stand someone who is on the fence. You either go on the left side of the fence or the right side of the fence and you stay there, okay? He can respect you a whole lot better that way. So this meditation is very, very important because this is how you know where you are in life spiritually, okay? So let's talk about the works of the flesh. If you guys go to Galatians chapter five, I'm going to start at verse 16, okay? And the Bible reads, This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Did you guys understand that? If you are walking in the spirit at all times, you won't even have room to fulfill the lust of your, of your flesh, okay? So it's important you learn what it means to walk in the spirit, to operate in the spirit. From the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep and the time in between, you've got to learn how to be in the spirit at all times, okay? Verse 17, and this is why. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. So, we are always battling, okay? Our spirit and our flesh is always in a battle. On top of the battles we have on the outside we are having battles on the inside okay us being human beings this flesh that we are in is of the world okay because remember the lord tells us that when he transforms us when we go to get you know caught up into the catching up of the saints i don't like calling it the rapture because that's not what he calls it in in the word but when he goes to catch us up For the marriage of the Lamb, we are going to be transfigured, meaning Alba is going to provide us with new bodies, spiritual bodies, heavenly bodies, perfect bodies, okay? That has not been tainted by this very sinful and imperfect world. So, in the meantime, our spirit is willing, right? But our flesh is weak. I know y'all have heard that before. And it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Okay. Verse 18 says, but, but if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. Because the Lord, he made a covenant when he gave us the Holy Spirit. Remember, we did not receive the Holy Spirit until Yahshua ascended. We could not get the Holy Spirit until he ascended first. When he ascended, you can read that at the end of Matthew. That's when the Holy Spirit was given to us. The Holy Spirit came down upon us. See, before that, the Lord was giving the Holy Spirit to individual people like his prophets and stuff. Not everybody had the Holy Spirit. okay? but now. Yes, through him. We are able to receive that Holy Spirit, okay? So what 18 is saying that if we are led of the Spirit, we are not under the law. Remember, the Lord imputed grace and mercy. That came after he gave the law. Because what the law does, the law reveals our sins. See, if we didn't have the law, we would not have sin. Do you see? Because the law reveals our sins. But because we have the law and the sin is revealed, because we're imperfect, we can't keep the whole law. Because the Lord also said in the New Testament, you can find this, he said that if you break one, break one part of the law, you have broken the whole entire law. Therefore, it is impossible for us to obtain life by the law. And when Isaiah did his perfect work, that's when grace and mercy was bestowed upon us. So now the Lord, remember, the law is not abolished. Don't get me wrong. The law is not abolished. But see, where we fail in the law, the grace and mercy replaces. Hallelujah. Think about that. Okay. So verse 19 says, now. The works of the flesh are manifest. So here are the works of the flesh, okay? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, Revelings and such like, which means the list is long. Okay, then it goes of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Abba is very clear about. Who is going to make it into his kingdom and who is not going to make it? This is just a portion of a long list of sins, brothers and sisters, that we do that will keep us from stepping foot into his kingdom. That is why it is important, family, that we rely and we pray for the grace and the mercy of the most high. I'm trying to tell you that he chooses whom he chooses to impute righteousness, to impute his mercy. Okay. There is literally nothing that we can do on our own to get to heaven. Whoever is out there thinking they whatever works they doing. Oh, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. You're fooling yourself. You might be a good person in your own eyes and the eyes of the world. But in the eyes of the most high, you got a lot to work on. The Lord gave me this revelation over a month ago. Matter of fact, I think I might have freaked out and, and did a small, you know, um, episode on that because I had to tell y'all, <laughs> you know, I had to tell somebody, you know, the Lord gave me that revelation that no matter what I do, it doesn't matter. It is his grace and his mercy. He chooses who to give grace and mercy to. So that is something we must pray for. If he chooses who to give grace and mercy to, then that is definitely something we pray for. But we must live a very important, prayerful and repentant life, brothers and sisters. We have to repent daily. We have to pray all the time. We have to ask the Lord, we got to do a self-analysis. Father, what is in my heart? Take it. If it's not of you, you see what I'm saying? When you become a child of the Most High, you become a new creature. You become reborn. You become, not only do you change on the inside, family, but you change on the outside too. You know, you are a reflection of Him all the way around. All right. That is who, that's how you know who is who and what is what. It's just by the way people carry themselves because they know who they represent. OK, so you have to keep this in mind. Galatians chapter five, verse 19 to 21, gives you a small list of the kinds of sins that Abba is not going for. I can hear people right now. Well, he's a loving God. Yes, he is. But he's also a just God. OK, y'all cannot sit here and focus on only one attribute because that's what they taught you in church. Mm hmm. Because Abba is more than just one attribute. He's many attributes. That's how we know who knows him and who don't. Oh, God wouldn't do this. I don't think he would do that. Why does your opinion matter? What did he say in his word? He's very clear. Like I say in most of my podcast episodes, the Lord, that's his house. He gives us the rules, and if you want to live in his house, you have to abide by his rules. The same concept applies to us. If somebody is going to live in your house, you can let them do what they want to do all willy nilly. No, they have to abide by your rules. And if they cannot abide by your rules, what do you do? Kick them to the curb. You warn them first. We all do that because we love whoever we bring in there, we do care about. We give them the warning first. Hey, look, this ain't working out, you know? either shape up or you got to go and it's the same thing that Abba does to us he tells us straight up look man this ain't working out either you change this and ship up and and shape up and listen or you got to go I'll give you over to a reprobate mind I don't know why people have this weird misconstructed idea of who the most high is because that's not who our living God is okay our living God our father, our heavenly father, he is an actual parent and he's real. Like he's real about his. He's serious. He ain't no, he ain't no joke. He ain't no, he ain't no punk. <laughs> you know, they're trying to give us this watered-down version of our heavenly father. That ain't my heavenly father. That might be the God that you serve, but that's not the God that I serve. The God I serve, man, he's mighty. <laughs> he is mighty. And what he say, go. Okay? So Let's talk about the opposite of the flesh, okay? The works, the fruit of the spirit, verse 22. But the fruit of the spirit is love first. Love came first. Love is first, family, love. We need to understand what love is. Matter of fact, after this, we'll do a meditation on what love is. But family, he mentions love first, okay? And we'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll go into a meditation on that um, next time, okay? So the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering. Oh, long suffering. That right there is practice. <laughs> that is practice. Just like. Um. Let's see, we got gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Whew, you guys, a lot of us, we, we got some work to do, okay? The fruit of the Spirit is nothing but goodness, family. Nothing but goodness. We We, we grew up, we have been growing up in a very imperfect world. Okay, so we're in a world where we have to defend ourselves. We got to fight. You know, we got to we got to let people know we're not playing. You know, we we in that kind of world. It, It can it's rare nowadays to actually find someone who fits all of these qualities. Now, back in the day, it wasn't like this. You know, I often think about our father, Abraham, and our and our grandmother, um, and our mother, Sarah. Okay, I, I often think about them too. And then I go on, I think about our grandfather, Isaac, and our grandmother, Rebecca. And, and then I go on, I think about, you know, our grandfather, Jacob, and our grandmothers, Leah and Rachel. And, you know, I really think about, I really think about that. I meditate on their relationship, you know, how the men operated and how the women operated you know for them as well I think about that often and brothers and sisters it's very important because they're the ones who left behind a legacy for us they gave us the blueprint on how we're supposed to be and the women were so meek and so mild and so wise you know they really were the epitome of the helpers for the men and uh, the men were just so loving and so pr- protecting and you know and we're we're lacking that nowadays, okay? And and I know it's spiritual, and we'll we'll probably um expound on that again in another episode. There's just so much to talk about. But we can't deny what it says in the word, what the fruit of the spirit is, okay? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Okay someone who operates in those qualities he says against such there is no law which means you are pleasing to him because remember in hebrews eleven six, 6 he says it's impossible to please him without faith okay that's that's a fruit of the spirit so family you have to understand like no matter what we're going through in life we have to really for real understand and focus on these things It's so easy to sin. it's so easy to stray away, but we have to remain focused on what Abba is telling us in his word. If somebody comes to you and tell you they love the Lord, but yet their fruit is not showing that, like I said, I have to work on that too. Then you have to know, well, you can't possibly love the Lord the way you say you do because your fruit don't reflect that. You see what I'm saying? We have to be bold in keeping people like that away from us. Or if the Lord sent that person to us to minister to and to teach or to guide, then we must do it with as much wisdom as possible. Hallelujah. Lord, cover this. Cover my devices in the blood of Yahshua Had to do a quick prayer, you guys, because you know the devil always trying to come against us. (laughs) He's always trying to do that relentless, I guarantee it. But family, we must stand on the word. You know, I I want to believe that the people I come across, you know, they're really trying. But you know, the devil, he also sends his agents too. Okay. Remember the parable about the sower and the seed, right? He said that the The enemy comes and sows tares among the wheat. And when the servants saw that, they asked him, should we uproot the tares? And the sower said, no, no, no. Let them grow together and then we'll separate them at harvest. And then we'll take the tares and put them in the barn and set on fire. Okay, that's a spiritual parable, but it applies to even today, even more so. Okay. The devil's gonna send his agents to us too, but we gotta have discernment. We gotta have the fruits of the spirit, and we have to operate in the spirit, okay? So verse 24 through 26 says, and they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. Hallelujah. Okay. So the important thing to really for real meditate on is operating in the spirit. The Lord gives us a list of things to look for that's fleshly. And he tells us consistently to operate and walk in the spirit. Okay. So brothers and sisters, I want to thank you so much for your time. I love you so much. Thank you for coming through. I pray this was edifying. Um, you guys really take the time to read this passage again, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 26. Meditate on that all day, okay? Meditate on that tomorrow. Meditate on that the next day, all right? Just really for real think about that. Ask the Lord to reveal some things to you if you don't understand something, but meditate on this word and then ask the Lord to help you to, to get rid of the fleshly lust and to operate in the spirit and to give you the fruits of the spirit and to learn how to stay in it all day that's what we got to do pray for his mercy and his grace and just keep on doing what we got to do okay so with that said i love you all and i will talk to you soon later family shalom